You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Hi, this is Marty Ross, and you're listening to, what's the name of the show? Hey, hey, we're Monkeying Around, a podcast about the monkeys. I'm Veronica Daschle. I'm Elaine Swetman. And I'm Charles Kelso. And we're too busy monkeying around to put anybody down. Welcome back to Monkeying Around. This week, we are talking to new monkey, Marty Ross. But first, Chuck, what's happening in the world of the monkeys? Well, just recently, uh, as we were talking about last time, Mickey appeared on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Yay! For all of maybe three minutes. (laughs) (laughs) After we sat through 45 minutes of everyone else. Yeah. It's been a a long time. I used to do that all the time in the 90s, watching TV. It'd be like, tonight, exclusive about Star Trek. And I'd watch it for an hour and a half for a three-minute blurb about Star Trek. <laughs> and it's kind of the same thing. It's, um, yeah, you watch the entire thing for Mickey, and then he's got a, a few minutes. He got through maybe the first verse of Clarksville and answered some questions, and then they moved on. But it's fun to see him on The Tonight Show, though. Yeah, that's pretty big. Yeah. Well, and I will say that one of the beauties of DVR is I fast-forwarded through everybody else until I got to him. <laughs> <laughs> well, we watched it live. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was in bed. I was too tired. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it was fun, though. And I mean, even bigger than that was the announcement of his new book mm-hmm. that yes. Andrew Sandoval is putting together through his Beatland books, which I mean, if you got the monkeys day by day story, which was the, the previous release by Beatland books, it's super nice, super uh, high quality. This one's going to be, I guess, part one of two of Mickey's archives. Yeah, that'll be nice. Andrew's already been talking; had already been talking up um, all the archives that he found that Mickey had. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember him talking about it on the Beach Boys cruise, right, last year. Yeah, so this has been in the works for a while, and mm-hmm. apparently Mickey's got a ton of photographs and memorabilia, and all the stuff is going to be reproduced in high quality in this book, uh, which is which is awesome. I mean, it looks it looks really good. Yeah. All right, so the book is called. I'm told I had a good time. The Mickey Dolan's Archives, Volume 1, and it's set for release on November the 7th, 2023. Uh, on Beatland Books, on the Facebook page, they say, The book is the result of a multi-year excavation of Dolan's astonishing personal collection of over 500 pages. I'm told I had a good time highlights this treasure trove of photography, artwork, handwritten lyrics, scripts, and assorted ephemera spanning the 1940s through the 1970s. I'm told I had a good time will be available for pre-order in June 2023 and offered in three unique editions. Hand-numbered signed Super Deluxe Edition with bonus content, numbered Deluxe Hardback Edition, and unnumbered Flexi Bound. The first volume chronicles Dolan's childhood in Los Angeles and growth as an actor and performer in Circus Boy through his early musical endeavors with such groups as the Spartans and Mickey and the One-Nighters. In 1965, Mickey was cast in The Monkees, and he preserved every move they made, from unpublished color shots on the set of their pilot to rare telegrams and keepsakes from their early days. In particular, the group's most successful period of touring in 1967 is chronicled in-depth with stunning unpublished images direct from the original negatives. In all, the group's spectacular impact on record and film and the aftermath is recorded in volume one up until Mickey's move to the UK in 1977. And it goes on, but that's, I think that sort of gives you the gist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This is going to be a must-have if you're a Monkees fan or a Mickey fan. Yeah. So, Elaine, are you going to get this one? Yes. Since I missed out on the day by day, I will be getting this one. <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh, do, what audition are you going to get? I don't know. 
I'd like the bonus content, but yes. I'm kind of I was like, is that a question? Point. Like, how is that a question? <laughs> yeah, I, I think we're gonna go all in. Yes. We went all in on the last one, and I don't regret that. It's no, it's a, it comes in a super nice box. Like, I feel like when I look at the day by day story, I should wear white gloves. Yeah, I'm afraid to like <laughs> open it, so right. we've not looked at it much because it's so too you, nice. So you order you order that one, and then the flexi bound, and the flexi bound you can flip <laughs> through and not worry about it. But then that's right. You know, keep the other one on the shelf in glass, and you know, yeah. Yeah. Break in case of emergency. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm looking forward to it. That's exciting. That's a big, uh, that's going to be a big release for Monkeys fans. Yeah. Yes. And then also the Monkeys appeared on the cover of Goldmine Magazine. Yes. If you can get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alay, you got a copy. I did get a copy. I found it out in the wild at a Bones mm. and Nobles near me. Yeah. So, and I think it was the last one they had. Yeah. Yes. Indeed. Uh, our friend Tony Bowers also got one from the same Barnes and Noble you went to. And yes. then when Veronica made her way to that Barnes and Noble, there was none left. No, they apparently only ordered three. And I went to one. For- well, there's three. You, yeah. Tony and Elaine. Well, so some, someone else apparently is another monkeys fan in, in the area yeah. um, that does not know us. So that monkey fan, please let us know who you are. And yeah, but I went to another Barnes and Noble that uh, was a little further south and they had the magazine, right edition, wrong cover. Yeah. What was it? Kansas yeah. on the cover? Yeah, it was Kansas on the cover. I was like, yeah. well, it's Kansas on the cover. I don't have a Kansas podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I'm not Kansasing around. And there were three of them. <laughs> like, if you're going to no. order more than one, why Why is it the, well, at least one of them the Monkees cover? Yeah. Maybe it's just that all the Monkees fans have already charged all the stores. That's entirely that, possible. That's true. Yeah. All the screaming yeah. girls have already made their way through and cleared them out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have at least one more Barnes and Noble in the immediate area that I need to check. Okay. So if not, you can get it online and yes. the goal of my website. Now, Lane, you were telling me there's a special edition. There's a special edition. It's another al- alternate cover um, with a different picture of the guys. And it is, it comes like in a sleeve and with an extra picture. And I can't remember if there's something else. There's only 200 of these. Mm. And out of the 250 of them, we'll have an autographed Mickey Dolan picture inserted one, in there. So it's a one in four shot. Yes. So I have pre-ordered and it's a pre-order if they're not already sold out. Um, okay. Which they may be by now, but so I pre-ordered <laughs> mine. Yay. Okay. Yay. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're not going to go with the super deluxe edition of this one. So think, 25 extra dollars. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And I think that's all that's happening in the world of the monkeys. Um, so what is happening in the world of the monkeys adjacent? If you listen to this podcast, you know that we talked to uh, Ron McNeil at one point on the show. And we're big fans of the Fab Four. And the Fab Four, what is it, a new tour they've got going on? Yep. New tour, new new show. I mean, they've been doing, for the most part, though, with a couple of changes, the same show at least since we first saw them in 2016 2018 that's okay. somewhere in that range all the times that we've seen them they may do other things yeah. but not that we've seen yeah right. so this will be an entirely new show completely uh based around rubber soul yeah they're doing celebrating its anniversary this year rubber soul and and some hits yeah which i know you're excited about veronica yes 
because um, I recently discovered a new Beatles song that is my new favorite Beatles song. That you hadn't, it's not a, a new Beatles song to be clear. Okay. New Beatles song to me. <laughs> right. I had not heard it before. <laughs> right. Or if I had, I, it had been wiped from my memory, which is also yeah, entirely we're, possible. I had Rubber Soul playing in the car one day and Veronica got all excited. She's like, what song is this? I've never heard this song. I love this song. I was like, <laughs> It's, I'm looking through you. You've never heard I'm looking through you? <laughs> no, I had not. <laughs> no, but you love it. You're like, yeah. you're going wild for yes. it. Yes. <laughs> it was, it was, it's the perfect song for me. It's like happy and get up and dance. And you and, especially love that a bit. Yeah. 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 It was, it was, it was great. It's almost right up there with the Beach Boys. No one knows what that means. No one knows what that means unless you've watched Love and Mercy. If you've watched Love and Mercy, you know what I mean. Right. That's Veronica's favorite part of the Beach Boys is that noise. Is that noise. <laughs> and now you've got a new favorite. I mean, how awesome is that to hear a Beatles song you've never heard? Yeah. And now you have a new favorite Beatles song. That's I'm envious of you. Yes. That is cool. Yeah. yeah. I really hope they play it because it's not, it's clearly not one of the more well-known ones because when you're playing Beatles songs, it's not one that typically. Yeah. It's played, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really hope that's one of the. I hope really hope they play the entire Rubber Soul album. I think that's the plan. I think they're playing uh, yeah. Rubber Soul, and I'm sure they'll play that song, and you'll be able to get up and dance in person. Yep. <laughs> uh, and we'll all be there. So if you're in, in the Atlanta area and you're going to see it, let us know. We'd love to meet up with some folks who listen to the podcast. Yeah. All right. And I think that's all that's happening in the world and the world adjacent to the monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to take a quick break to promote our fellow ESO Network podcast show, but stay right there because when we come back, we're going to be talking to your new monkey, Marty Ross. Welcome to Earth Station Trek, a show that talks about Star Trek from the early days on NBC to the future on Paramount Plus and everywhere in between. We cover topics like Star Trek versus reality. Did the board get better or worse? Finding the good in bad episodes. Pop culture in Trek. Star Trek pets. Vulcan romance. Religion in Trek. Umox for fun and pleasure. Kirk versus Picard. And why Cisco is better. Plus reviews of all the latest episodes. Check us out on your favorite podcast platform or the ESO Network. Now we're recording. All right. Mm-hmm. So, says, I'm going to read this. Okay. The account owner can also watch this recording if it's stored in the cloud. God damn. Any participant granted admission, one, record to their local device, or two, invite an app. You can invite an app, and I am app? (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. (laughs) I haven't seen that end of it, because we're always the ones recording it to our computer. (laughs) You know there's going to be like six, seven, eight, nine, ten, twelve, maybe no older than that, but people who think that app is the word. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, well, that's for application. I don't know. It's, I know it is app. Right. Oh, it might, it might be an application. Yes. You know? so, uh, so it says here, by staying in this meeting, you consent to being recorded. I'm yep. leaving. I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So welcome back to Monkeying Around. This week, we are joined by the hilarious Marty Ross. Welcome. We are so excited to have you. And um, I got to say, I really love your hat as well. Yeah, this is the uh, George Dolan's model. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. I, uh, I get kind of excited when I get asked questions about my past. <laughs> That's good. So you, you don't feel like you've been asked the same like 10 questions over and over and over again? 
Well, not with a, well, sometimes it's, it's, I'm just glad that it's not, you don't, don't have a badge. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're not asking in an official capacity. So yes. it seems friendly. So yeah, yes. I, yes. I do get asked the same questions over and over again. In fact, uh, just for your uh, uh, knowledge, I did go over my notes for the last, uh, since the pandemic, I've been interviewed 51 times. Wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So I'm bored. <laughs> I'm, I'm as bored <laughs> is that is that more than the entirety of the time, or is that like kind of an average over over time? Ten a year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's about right. You know, people say, "So tell me about your time. How did you get to be one of the new monkeys? How did you get? You know, one of those things." Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, it was, and I would say, you know, that's funny. You should ask. <laughs> I've never ahead. answered this again, and yeah, it's not yeah. anywhere on the internet, and you can't easily and Google it and find the answer. <laughs> and I should have made different answers every time. That would be right. hilarious. It would be absolutely uninformative, 100%. <laughs> Wikipedia will go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Hold on a second. I, I got something here. I got to uh, just hold on. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'm being interviewed. Hold on. It's <laughs> This is what happens when we've got a cross pollination of technology. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's not my fault. It's, it's, uh, I'm being interviewed in, or investigated. No, <laughs> what is the what is the difference? Mm. I guess in, investigated is a one way thing. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, I'm being interviewed. Hold on, interviewed uh, right now. I will give them, I'm trying to find a bass player and a drummer for my show on oh, April fun. 1st in Milwaukee at Shank Hall. I might as well get that out yes. uh, <laughs> right now. Uh, so in any case, sorry, that was, that'll get rid of that one. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we'll kind of start at the beginning. I know you already had uh, kind of your own music career going on even before they started up the new monkeys. Yes. <laughs> you had a band and you were in a movie and you were doing like music for no, yeah. shows and stuff i'd been like a musician like my whole entire life i'd been a disappointment far longer than the new <laughs> <laughs> i already knew of math i just didn't know disappointment on a nationwide scale see i i i only knew that as a personal thing uh, no uh, i had been in a i'd been in several bands i'd been in bands and this was the band called The Look. Okay. That, and that's and for those of you that Illinois. can't see it. What? I was going to say, for those that can't see it, because right. they're listening to the podcast, um, it's oh, a bunch of I'm guys sorry. walking across. Oh, I thought this was a visual. Oh, oh, I had all these pictures like it was parents' night or something. <laughs> we will take the pictures and we will describe them. But yeah, um, okay. basically, it's like four guys walking across the street with their instruments and suits. It's great. Like Abbey Road in Rockford. Right. Like yep. Abbey Road. This. Yep. this photo was taken in 1976. And if you go to Rockford, Illinois, and you stand right at the same place, nothing has been built. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Really? And, and Rockford, Illinois is where I'm from. And I... and. Uh, uh, let's see. Yes, that's where I first got into music. Uh, my uncle was uh, in a ba in a band that became a band called Mata Hoopa, which you might uh, have an album up there. But, uh, but uh, uh, my mother is a musician. My great great grandmother, 
moved to Los Angeles in 1869 and became the first music teacher in Los Angeles and was the uh, dean of the school of music at USC with first female in 1880 to 1888. She so she started the school of music at USC and let's see my great my grandfather on my mother's side was a was a band leader in World War One and was a musician that, you know, in World War One it was interesting when they had the uh, biplanes would go off into war. Mm-hmm. They would they would have music for them when they went off, so the positive music to go into war. Yeah. And that yeah. was that was. There's pictures of him doing this with this little band and these air uh, biplanes in the background. Very fascinating photo of which, of course, you can see because this is <laughs> very. Visual. <laughs> in fact most of my references today will be very visual excellent well we yeah. will be very excited that's right <laughs> this is just for our own amusement anyway All right, so now so now before the new, the new monkeys which is which is this visual aid right yep yep yeah. yep there we go yep. <laughs> exact same face hasn't changed a bit right i think most of these pictures this one, I'll show you one. That's another visual thing. It's funny because you can see all these pictures online if you want. But this picture yeah. makes me look like somebody has told me that my 15 minutes are up. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what? So, yes, I was a musician before before I got into the New Monkeys. And I suppose that I was chosen to be one of them because I was going to be, well, I was going to be kind of like a, a, a guy that could play music and show them how to do stuff. Larry was a good musician and Dino was a good dude, good, pretty good drummer. Jared was a, a couldn't play a lick, but he could, <laughs> he could write words. So he was, a, so we had, we had the poet, we had the writer, we had the players, we had the stuff. It was a, it was a pretty good band. And before we ever were on the air, we did practice a lot as a band yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. Knowing, you know, the difference between the monkeys and the uh, and the and the new monkeys is 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 there's not a lot of difference in terms of how Rafelson and Schneider and Steve Blauner went about training us. We did this; it was almost the same exact thing. We did months of improv. We did stuff. Mm-hmm. We were we. T- it was all completely the same way because they figured why screw with success, right. and that's. Without realizing that's exactly what they were doing. That's right. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so you know, uh, it was it was a uh, it was a strange idea when I first started with them. I thought that they were calling it the New Monkeys just as a reference. Right. It, that was about what you know. I mean, this is literally what I thought. That's but, what they had told you too, wasn't it? Sure. But everywhere we went, it was like the New Monkeys. The New Monkeys. <laughs> like yeah. weird. But yeah, but that's not what it's going to be called. And, and you know, I don't think we ever really had it sunk, sink into us until we were flown to New Orleans for a producer's conference. And that's where they, uh, it's called NATP, National mm-hmm. Association of Television Producers and Executives. <laughs> now, I'm not going to say anything about mass shooting, but if we ever needed one in any place at any time. <laughs> But that's not nice to say. That, visually, you'll be able to see that I held my hands up in complete yes. denial statement. <laughs> right. I want to be noted in the record for the judge. Right. That's yes. right. <laughs> but in any case, in any case, we went to our our suites at the you know Four Seasons. I mean, incredible 
way that we were, I flew, flew, flew first class and went to the state of, and looked, went into my room, sat down and went, oh my God, I'm so exhausted. And I looked at, and there it was on the cover of the TV guide. <laughs> Here comes the new monkeys. And I went, oh, no. <laughs> I, called up, I called up Dino and Jared and Larry. I said, did you guys, did you guys see the, the yeah, the TV guide? It's like, it's got our picture. Yeah. I go, work the new monkeys <laughs> we're what are we gonna i mean i mean is that what it is so, you know then we went off into the uh into the convention center and there was a big huge place we were between star trek the next generation and the gorgeous ladies of wrestling <laughs> <laughs> perfect place which, to which, be. which was glow right I, yeah. Yeah. right yeah glow. yeah and there they were doing their thing and there we were in the middle of this. And then there was Star Trek The Next Generation. We go hang around with some of the guys, Brett Spiner and those guys. Mm -hmm. You guys, you guys have got it made, man. This is before the shows are, they have to sell enough independent stations. This is So in any case, the Star Trek guys were just freaking out because they're going, what a great idea it was to do the monkeys thing. I mean, I mean what a perfect, perfect idea. And they're going, yeah, we're never going to be able to make this. People do not want to accept another Star Trek. They right. will not. We just know it. They're putting a ton of money behind it, <laughs> all making a good amount of money on this, but it ain't going to work. You guys yeah. on the other what a great idea. New, <laughs> name, new guys, this and that, you know, how can it go wrong? <laughs> monkey so that, fans are a little rabid. <laughs> yeah. Monkey fans are. Yeah. I know they, they yeah, but it, it was weird because at first, at first, there was a conjunction of the new uh, the monkeys' repopularity, and most mm -hmm. people thought most people thought that the producers, Rafelson Schneider and Blauners, and who got who had the idea, uh, his daughter had the idea of new monkeys, mm -hmm. said basically, you know, there's really you really there's nothing to really worry about. This is going to be great, and all the people that were around us it was a great idea. I mean, talking about living in a bubble, I was in a bubble. I had no idea that there was a backlash, but it was so odd. And I was, what's odd with the monkeys thing was odd. It yes. was because it was 14, 13, 14, 15 year old girls going crazy over 40 year old men. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A little odd. <laughs> that, that was a late. <laughs> yeah, but it was a, it's a little bit odd. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, then and then the poo-poo, the guys that you're are your own age. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, them, they sucked. The original monkeys 40. And not only that, but to, to if you go through if you go through the teen beat magazines of the, and teen and all that stuff, the monkeys are on the covers of those mm -hmm. as 40-year-old guys. Yeah. It's weird. It's not it was, like I they use thought. their pictures from the sixties. I mean, they use some of them, no, but they use their no. pictures from then. And it was just, a, <laughs> I just thought it was, you know, I, 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 I at first thought, well, yeah, this may be, maybe a little bit of a problem. And then it started getting to be a big problem. And then it was really depressing it. But the first, the first four minutes of the first day of shooting, it was really fun. <laughs> but it was fun to be on a it was fun to be on a tv show it wasn't fun to be really really hated yeah right. i mean i mean that's oh my goodness 
that was just, uh, oh, this is just very depressing. And you're not being hated really because of you. You're being hated because you're not someone else. Yeah. Well, yes, but that crossed over to the ones that really were idiots mm-hmm. said, no, I hate them. Because oh. obviously yeah. people like people didn't know how TV shows were made, thought we made the, uh, the name up and we were right. taking over the monkeys. Then we were the ones that were going to, <laughs> you know, and I did do a, an interview years and years and years ago that actually got a lot of response in a negative way. And I meant it as a joke, but it didn't come off that way. And I said, <laughs> what was the original intention of the new monkeys? And I said, well, it was to round up the original monkeys and, and, and kill them. <laughs> <laughs> your, your worst nightmare is true. Yes. That, that secret is out. We were all heavily armed. Oh and, my we had <laughs> and we had, I said, and our mission was to go out and kill the original monkeys. I mean, we just, it was our mission. And you're, and, and that there were some people that didn't get the joke, right. That, you know, I mean, because yeah. that's like absolutely so far. We were, everyone in this band was huge fans of the monkeys. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were so really, I was, I was, a, and I was a first generation fan and the other guys were second. Yeah. So tell me, tell me, you guys, did you guys think that the new monkeys was nefarious that, or did it, was it just a bad idea or? Yeah, I was, I was aware of, that, that there were a new monkeys, but as I sort of thought of it like the new Gidget or, right. you know, yeah. it's, it's sort of in that vein of there's new monsters. There was new Gidget. Right. There was new password. Yeah. There was new, let's make a deal. There was new, yeah. there was, everything was new because, uh, well, people had run out of what ideas about what to do next. Right. <laughs> and Star Trek is one of the few that actually worked, but it took them a few years to really build their own fan base. Even the original Star Trek actors were very against next generation when it came out. But it was one of the few that sort of overcame that. And they, you know what? I tell you, I'll tell you, I hate to say it, but both the original monkeys and the new and the new and the Star Trek Next Generation guys, the I mean the original Star Trek guys. Yeah. I don't know if they realized that, and I still don't, you know, it's still it's it's gets to me because of course the Star Trek thing was, oh, we can be on their stuff. We add validity to their stuff, and then we continue to make money. And right. the brand going right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, we're you know when I still see, if I still see a a, a William Shatner in a movie that's like where he's sixty years old and the captain of a starship, you know, yeah, it's just it's it, it, for him. It went early on, say, oh, it's not going to go. I don't think it's a good idea. It's not. And the and the original monkeys did to every one of them. Uh, their stance was we don't because like Mickey said many times. We just started getting popular again. Why are we going to give that up? Yeah. Right. Which yeah. didn't, you didn't realize that it, it, that it, I, I thought, and I really still do to this day. I go, what if the monkeys would have had the idea of staying together as a television show, not as a band? Give up mm-hmm. the whatever the band thing is the is thing they they can do, but keep the television thing going. Not just thirty three and a third. Oh my God, did they do that? <laughs> <laughs> and, but but I mean like having a Christmas special where they they announce a, a contest for new monkeys every Christmas mm-hmm. and there would be new like like every talent show there is now right yeah, yeah. right make what they did and and have it be that the they produce and be the four guys judging and yeah, there mm-hmm. would be the, and they go out and they make new pop bands and every year they don't. 
they don't do publishing and this and that. <laughs> they, you know, they they had an opportunity at one point to to buy the, uh, I believe, to buy the logo and to buy the name. Really, they, just, they didn't want to, and and that was, I think, was a mistake too. So, you know, yeah. when you're inside your own bubble, you don't know what you're going to do. But I love Mickey and I I, I love Michael and I. I, I I like all the guys and, you know, I never had any problem with them except for the fact that they really, really didn't have a, have a really good feeling about what we were doing. And we never tried to take anything away from them. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and it wasn't even on our, and people who, who think that Rafels and Snyder and Blauner got this to, to make a, to, to uh, take advantage of the MTV or uh, marathons. Mm-hmm. It takes years to develop a television show. It, mm-hmm. Right. It, you know, and this has been said a lot. Bob Rafelson already has mentioned that the fact that the monkeys as an idea was birthed before Hard Day's Night. Oh, yeah. 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 It, it, Hard Day's Night helped the sell. Right. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. But now, now the money guys see there's a, a good reason to do it. Yes. The new monkeys had been an idea for years. I mean, it was yep. just yeah, an idea. And when the then and was in place as an idea, then when the monkeys became popular, that was the sell. Mm-hmm. See, yeah. the monkeys are so popular, so we can have new guys. Yeah. You know? In the, yeah. But but then when my mother said, Which one are you? <laughs> I knew there was a problem. Right. I knew, yeah. I knew that there was a problem with that. And not only that, I lived in Rockford, Illinois, and the weirdest thing, the New Monkeys was on every, every independent station in the country, every one, and except the only market in the country that they wouldn't get the New Monkeys would be Rockford, Illinois. <laughs> wow. Right. So literally, I'd come home from O'Hara Airport. It's 90 miles west of Chicago. And I'd sit there and I'd be in a limousine dropped off at my parents' house. You know, there's all this stuff with a bunch of VHSs. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I told you, I'm on, which doesn't seem as special. No, as t- no, <laughs> no. Yeah. Right. That's, that's yeah. a totally different experience. Of, you just recorded <laughs> yeah. this. I told you I'm on TV. Here it is. <laughs> yeah. But my mother, who was English, says, but just putting it in cassettes, not as special, is it? <laughs> so finally i had to take my parents and while we, while the show was filming and have them come out to the studio and and walk around <laughs> my dad was then convinced that i was doing a tv show <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't until that point when my dad was like he goes i don't know marty sometimes you know and i do have a habit of sometimes exaggerating and that's only just to make it interesting because you know i mean I could tell you the story of the flip side of the penny, but that's not going to happen unless I tell you, you know, <laughs> that at one point there was a lion on it. No, it's not going to be. What? A lion penny? Never heard of it. Very rare. You know, but it didn't exist. No. Yeah. But the new monkeys did. And you know what? Yeah. That's almost my most stupid story. <laughs> almost. Almost. It, almost. <laughs> what's, what's the most stupid because, story? You know, as, the, as we get farther and farther away from that thing, I say, and that was in the new monkeys. New monkeys. What were the new monkeys? I was like, oh no, I remember hearing about that. Wasn't that like panned or something? No, no, no. I yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was super successful. Where, where have you been? Right. No, not I. I I have the album on cassette tape. Oh, and I listened to it. I had the cassette tape. I watched every Saturday show. I wa- I mean, I liked you guys. I may have been one of the odd ones out at the time. 
Yeah, thank, thank you, you so much. I appreciate that. We were trying to find you for years. Yeah, <laughs> well, and what's funny is um, when we started doing this podcast and it's like, okay, thinking ahead of when we're going to get to different albums, different topics. I was like, well, let me go see if I can find the new monkeys album and listen to it again. I no longer have the cassette. It disappeared somewhere over the years, but I can listen to it on Spotify and whatnot. And I was really surprised that like 30 years later, I know the word to most of the songs. I'm like, hey. I'm cooking dinner, singing. I'm like, why do I still know the word to this song? I must have listened to it a lot. When I was a teenager. So well, thank yeah. you. You know, I, no. I think you find your, it's in an, a beige Toyota Corolla wagon. It's, it's stuck <laughs> in the cassette. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Somebody has that. Right. That's the only I don't one know. You can, it, can you imagine having it fixed and paying $180 or something for someone to come out and just pop out the cassette that says new monkeys on it? Can you imagine? What the hell? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah. So I thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for being a fan. I I enjoyed, there was some, there was some very, very poignant and very wonderful moments that I had with the show that are, uh, are wonderful memories. And there are other times when, when there's just, when it's not just that you're not on a bad show, but you're not, you know, you got to, you know, if you see a wounded animal, you know, you either pick it up and help it check out and see what it is. But some people kick. <laughs> so the New Monkeys was a wounded animal. It's the, the record company did a great job of making a great album for, with us. And the people on the TV show just decided, uh, if you've ever known this, uh, the movie The Producers, mm-hmm. and that, that's about two people figuring out how to make money in, on Broadway, and they can't. And the only way that they figure out how to make money on Broadway is to get money for a show that is so bad that it gets canceled after the first night. Right. And so they have to try to make it as bad as possible because then all that money's theirs. <laughs> yeah. And right there, you might have a sneak peek into what happened with the new money's television. <laughs> yeah. Because, okay. because of a Screen Actors Guild. In 1986-87 Screen Actors Guild minimum half hour script comedy was 12 grand that was union mm-hmm. we were off union and paying $2000 to USC mm-hmm. yeah oh, wow you, we we went to, they went to USC to their writing school and had the people in class writing wow so and i think i think that was a lot i mean with the exception of being the new monkeys, I think that was a large part of the backlash. And because you guys weren't able to actually improv, even though they did all those improv classes. Because if I remember reading, well, they had you. We-, <laughs> <I know, right? laughs> we did six months of improv, day in and day out, day in, day out. We get there, stick to the script. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? What did. Yeah. Not just what? <laughs> Right. And then, you know, there were a couple of times when I would get upset and I'd say, so the rule is, is that anytime laughter breaks out on the set, because we made something funny, we cut and we go back to reading what's not. <laughs> right. yeah. And I got yeah. angry. because I went, you know, this is like, we just said something really funny. Everybody laughed. Cut. <laughs> yeah. It was almost as if like somebody went and said, you know, it has to suck. That's all I want is it has to suck. Now go yeah. out there and make it suck. 
<laughs> and then told to the directors, the producers, the cost, you know, we had a full thing. We yeah, were yeah. out, we were out in the thing, uh, in, uh, we were out in the first production studio, first television production studio in, uh, Santa Clarita. We were right across from where Six Flags in, uh, from a highway, uh, Interstate 5. And it was the only building there. And the next person that moved in and built their studios was Michael Landon Productions. Okay. What was really odd about that was, it's like, uh, you know, Dino came over to me one day and says, you want to go across the street and see how it's supposed to be done? <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, there was some funny times like that. You know, we'd go over and look at the Michael Landon Productions. It was, they weren't shooting there because, of course, that was Prairie or whatever that moved, that massively big hit of his. What was that show on for years, Sarah Gilbert? And- Little House on the Prairie? Oh, yeah. Little House, yes. Yeah, it was on like it was on for t- ten years or something. A long time. And, yeah. And here we are over there, you know. Let's show you how to make a bad show. Come on. Over. <laughs> there were some strange times there. Where one time, uh, we were scheduled to do. <laughs> now this shows <laughs> we were scheduled to. We were, everybody had on the. The show sheet, the the call sheet. My call time was well, what it usually was six a.m. or five thirty or whatever that was. I showed up there, and the doors were locked. Oh no! And they're going, "What's going on?" It's just, I'm sorry, uh, but the BGs are using your your set today. And I'm going, okay, <laughs> okay, okay. Why didn't anybody call me and tell me that I didn't have to come in? But you know, I mean, I, I don't slept in. Yeah, but. But second of all, can't I see the Bee Gees like doing their video or whatever? Nope, nobody's in there. That's when I kind of knew. This was like the ninth or tenth week into the production. That's when I knew they were taking money from a different production. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And shutting down ours told me, wait a minute. Ours must not be a very expensive thing if theirs is paying for the day off for the day of our production. Right. Right. And and not only that, but making money. But I did get to go in and I got to meet the guy. That there was the, they did the three and they did a, a actually a video a later video to a hit song. I can't remember what it is. I still think I'm in shock from the whole episode of being locked <laughs> in my own studio. It, it was it, it was uh, it was an interesting time. There was uh, there was a lot of drugs in the in the production crew. There was just there just were a lot of drugs going on. And yeah. it was just one of those things where it's like, well, that's what's going on with a lot of things now. This, this is a lot of, you know, you go, <laughs> you sit there and you see the, the director going off into the bathroom every 10 minutes <laughs> and, he, and he comes back he goes, and he comes back clapping and brushing his nose. Going, okay, folks, let's get this going here. This is going to be great. Let's do this. Okay. Everybody let's go and prices and everybody. Let's do and it's like, hey, 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 that was great. That was great. Let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on. And it's like, wow. and I go, oh, okay. Okay, fine. I decided to do a mock-up on one scene because of that. Because <laughs> I, I decided to take whole packs of cigarettes and I, I cut, I, I put them in my mouth mm-hmm. and I was chewing them. And they said, Marty, you shouldn't smoke. I said, ah, who smokes these things? You know, who smokes them? <laughs> well, I did this trick where I did the single cigarette into into the mouth go like this and the line was marty you shouldn't smoke and then i take the cigarette and i who smokes them i love them mm. <laughs> well they kept cutting the scene and they just it's about the 
I couldn't get it quite right. So about the second pack in, I am so buzzed off of <laughs> chewing nicotine, 20, 40 cigarettes worth of nicotine. Just who's I'm, literally the line became Marty. I, I didn't know you smoked. Who's smoking? <laughs> who's smoking? I don't smoke them. <laughs> I go cut. I don't know. I'm shaking. I'm going crazy. It's like, like one of those things. Everybody else is laughing their ass off. And then <laughs> I, I that they knew that this was happening and they just like cut it. I did it perfect. And they go, can we do it again? The lights were off. <laughs> oh, not bad. Or you had a bad shade. Or just people walked into it. And it was like, so one cigarette, two cigarette, three cigarette, eat, 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 spit, eat, spit, eat, spit. Oh my, oh my God. And I, and by the way, I believe this is the first time I've shared this particular bit of humor okay. with any show in the history of my being interviewed. And okay. so you, and so I want to let you know that out of the magic of your interviewing skills, you drew that out. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I wanted to congratulate you on that. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank yes. you. I, I knew you were going to talk about the cigarette. I just knew. Have you seen any other shows? Yeah. Yeah. We've seen, I, I've seen a couple of them. I, cause I was like two when they came out. <laughs> That um, was our target audience, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had seen all of them when they originally aired, and I have since watched the first two recently. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, well, <laughs> it's, and, it's and, more and, the quality that you can find. I wish we could, if, if they were out on DVD or any kind of streaming service where it wasn't like watching a video a videotape of someone's videotape. <laughs> on youtube and so that kind of distracts from everything else yeah yeah the new new monkeys uh, were an mtv thing and mtv's uh mtv's thing was everything uh, videos three or four minutes long and then something else and then something else 24 hours a day you know i mean it was different 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 it was so weird to think because when the monkeys actually got into their MTV marathons, the audience had been primed already for that kind of mm-hmm. kind of where things would change and this would go this and and they'd look at the camera and going, that's interesting, you know, yeah. and stuff. But but they'd been primed and the and the I I I thought it was brilliant. But MTV did not have enough videos. Mm. They did not yeah. have enough programming. They did not want to repeat stuff three four times a day. Right. Mm. So they they decided to do what what how many shows did the monkeys do fifty fifty eight yeah. which which is kind of weird when you think of it in today's t- in today's terms that's a very successful show but then mm-hmm. it wasn't right, right. yeah they, yeah so they didn't do uh, two complete seasons did they or did they two complete yeah. seasons mm-hmm. yeah yeah so that's was twenty six episodes mm-hmm. so but twenty two considered a complete season when the monkey new monkeys were on. So it was, okay. it was less. So now that you've yeah. got other shows that seasons are eight shows, seasons right. are 10 or 12 shows. I don't know of anybody that has a 26, I mean, maybe animation, but 26 shows in a season, that's a bit much, isn't it? At these days, yeah. 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 Then they're yeah. cranking them out. Now, 13 episodes is like the entire run of a Netflix series. I'm <laughs> going to tell you this. This is what's happened. The new monkeys yeah. is success that's right <laughs> whole episodes <laughs> ladies and gentlemen and you know what that's 
that's a six and a half hour binge watch. I think that's doable. <laughs> that's right. Absolutely. I would do it if I could find a quality recording yeah. of it somewhere. And I'm you know? sorry about that, but you know what? There has been recently some really great quality of the master tapes of the st- stations uh, copy. They're found in New, New Jersey and oh, they're, nice. I, I don't know what they're going to do with them, but the problem is, is that most of all of the monk, the new monkey stuff got put in with the monkey stuff. Mm-hmm. So anybody that would go in through stuff, they'd say, oh, this is new monkeys. And the, sometimes they would throw stuff away, but there was so much stuff. Because yeah. the new monkeys were one of the first shows that were edited digitally. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's probably some of the reasons why some of the cuts in the TV show look amateurish because right. nobody <laughs> knew what they were doing. In the <laughs> but can you right. imagine, not only do you have a show that's like where the shows are, where the scripts are thrown, but they've got a new, they're going to have a new editing system for a show. That's a difficult edit. Yeah. And, it's multiple edits going on with a format that nobody knows how to work. This is, <laughs> this is pretty cool. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, there has to be somebody that's going to sit there and say, we got to, somebody's got to look, make this look good. So there were some moments that were, it did look good. Different directors had different, different segments. Mm-hmm. Some of the segments, were, if you saw, if I broke up and did the best of the new monkeys and I broke it down to an hour long, a 50 minute presentation of the best of those 13 episodes, you would probably see that and say, well, I don't see why that was, wasn't a, pr- a hit or whatever. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's, that's 50 minutes edited down from 13 episodes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and so literally there are about one, uh, there's about a half hour to an hour of really funny stuff. It's mm. just, there's stuff that just is rank. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's, port, there's a thing called uh portholes of progress. Now this was something where we had to be dressed up in lab suits and there were holes in the wall and we had our makeup done green so that we were all green screened and we right. had to put our heads through on step ladders for a couple hours and wow. have to sit there and react to things that we didn't see. Now there's some planes coming at you. Ah, ah, ah. You know, and, and and it was, and we literally would walk out there and we would, we would get out of that and feel very uncomfortable. And one of these people that was an actress or an actor, as you call it, would sit there with a clipboard and go, uh, uh, you guys. Yeah. And then the, the, our, 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 our butler would say, sometimes it takes more than four eggs to make an omelet. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, huh? <laughs> What's what? that mean? <laughs> yeah, never. You know, stuff like that. You remember that? You remember because it was a horrible little segment. I know you do. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> uh, no. I can picture it very well. Yeah. The porthole thing sounds familiar, but yeah. <laughs> well, it seems like monkeys fans in general have come around to you guys. Yeah. I mean, you're you're a host on Monkey Mania Radio now. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I heard you on there. <laughs> yeah. No, I am. I'm a host on, I'm a host on monkey Mania radio and, and it is a delight to be able to play their music. That's also be able to, uh, I, I, I enjoy playing a lot of the solo stuff from different eras. I like playing, uh, we're, we're bound to play only three songs every. Yeah. 
three out four hours or something you, you guys right. know about that yeah, stupid the, the stupid law they made in the 90s or whatever and yeah the uh, digital millennium copyright act what an idiotic thing so <laughs> right. so you know what we would need <laughs> this is so you tell me i'll tell you and you tell me whether or not rhino doesn't want us to have permission to play monkey stuff all the time which i look at and so they haven't signed an agreement for us to be able to do that mm. and it, because we haven't really proved our way yet. So we're right. whatever, not, we're, they don't know whether or not we're hacks or whatever, we're, you know, or whatever, just, you know, guys <laughs> doing, or, and lady doing what we're supposed to be doing, yeah. uh, playing monkey stuff. But this is the way I look at it. We're a 24 hour station advertising the monkeys. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty cool to have. If I could put my fingers into that and I had a product that would do that, I'd go fine. I, you know, there's no station doing 24 hour new monkeys. That'd be pretty tough. Lots, yeah. of, <laughs> Lots of repeats. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, no. I, so in any case, that's a problem. So we have to, we have to work around our station to be able to make it as entertaining as possible. So we, we have Mickey solos. We have during uh, uh, all the guys solos. Mm-hmm. We have all the bands albums. We have live stuff yep. uh, that people have recorded that we, we, we fix up audio wise. We play the hell out of the monkeys, mm-hmm. and we, and then we play other stuff that is family related, uh, you know, because there are only between the four of them sixty seven children, so you know, <laughs> so we have to play those, and it's just it's 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 interesting, and and it's and it's fun, mm-hmm. and uh, I recently worked on an album and had Christian Nesmith produce my album, so it right. was yeah. It really, really was a fun thing to do. It was yeah. interesting. You know, uh, he was wary about me coming in and saying, I said, he said, why do you want to work with me? He would, he would think that I was going to be, you know, as a new monkey, being able to take advantage of his monkey referencing dad. Right. You mm-hmm. know, this and that. Yeah. And, but that wasn't it at all. I, right. I liked his, I love his production and I think mm-hmm. his production great and i said i think that we'd make a great album together it goes okay that's what i wanted to hear and that's all it was said about that yeah and it's i still i still haven't released it because i am I'm, I'm doing a different kind of way that i'm going to do this was i'm going to release this album when i see fit whenever it is but mostly i i want to see one of these songs from my album being a tv show or in a movie then i have a reason to release it. yeah <laughs> yeah well, because that's the that's the new record label. That's the new yeah. release. Mm-hmm. You know, if mm-hmm. I if I put out my album now, I mean, you gotta you have to realize that everything that's ever been recorded is out there. Right. Right. And it's yeah. not like when I when I was a child, I used to walk in the music store and there'd be like the Beatles song Hello Goodbye, and I go, Oh, there's three copies of it. I come back next next week. It's well, they're gone. I said, Can I get one of those? He says, No, we're not that. That's it, because they're going yeah. to the next Beatles song. They, they didn't they didn't reprint them as they went along. Yeah. So you'd have so you, all the music, jazz, classical, country, western, show business, this and that, top forty, all fit in a small little record store. And you'd go and buy your album, and you do this, and you do that, and and you go home with that record, but you never buy it again. You'd like you had it again, and then all of a sudden, you know, they start these things. Is that? This is my wife, Doreen, Doreen Ringer Ross. <laughs> Hi, Doreen. Hi. 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 I'm going grocery shopping. Oh, you're going grocery shopping? 
Will you pick up that new new monkey soda? <laughs> I hear it's on sale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's only it only comes in banana. That's just that's, that's so bad. So yeah. funny thing is, there's actually a monkey soda that you can get at this store called Rocket Fizz. Right. Have you seen that? Yes. Oh, it's so gross. <laughs> it's so gross. It is like yeah, banana flavored. It was like banana gross. nut flavored. It, like it was nut. so gross. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't and the it has chips of like little walnuts in them. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. So next. So now I want to. So let's 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 go on the score. Okay. Okay. We're on our second question, and we're almost into this. Like, <laughs> I want you to know how efficient we're being because yes, it's right. actually all me. I, I don't, you know, I'm so lonely. Nobody. <laughs> all right. So Marty Ross is so amazingly awesome. That was part one. Tune in in two weeks for Marty Ross part two you definitely do not want to miss it because uh, there was some um amazing and hilarious things that happened in part two uh but elaine where can people find more of you on the internet you can find me on twitter at monkeying around on facebook at monkeying around our facebook discussion group and our email is monkeying around podcast at gmail.com we are also on instagram and how about us chuck feltnerdy.com and Earth Station Trek, our podcast about Star Trek. All right. Thanks for monkeying around. Thanks for monkeying around with us. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and monkeyingaround.com. Let's read another letter. How about it, huh? Okay. This letter comes from... uh... Thor Rottweiler of Blizzard, Alaska. And Thor writes, Dear New Monkeys, what I want to know is how come the descriptions I read in TV Guide never match what I see on your show? Well, Thor, this is a live show, and sometimes we just don't feel like doing what we tell TV Guide we're going to (laughs) do. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.